Hello, and welcome to The Shining Light, where we are shining the light of the gospel and speaking the truth in love, providing strength, and stirring the hearts of our listeners. We are so glad to have you joining us today as you listen to this message from Pastor Tim Cruz. You know, we can't go back and uh, create a new beginning, but from this day forth, we can create a new ending a fresh start with the Lord. And so, may the Lord speak to us tonight. But thank you for the song. I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me back in God's Word to 1 Peter chapter 2. I want you to see some things here that I believe will help you tonight. It's helped me. This morning we highlighted a few words. I want you to make sure that you've underlined them in our text, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Make sure you underline or circle the word show, that ye should show forth the praises, the virtues, the excellencies of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God has chosen in us, in Christ, that he would reveal himself to this world. We are part of that called out number. We are children of God. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. We are those who have access to God directly by faith in Jesus Christ, even boldly before the throne of grace. And as a result of that, we can freely declare who he is and what he's done. We're to show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The next word is the word submit in verse 13. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. God has ordained government as he has the home and the church. And those who are ruling in the right reward that which is honoring and appropriate, proper, and right before God. And they hold accountable, they punish evil doing. That's what law and order is all about. That's why we have guidelines and parameters and we have consequences to those who would break or violate the law because they would sin against their fellow man, whether it be through robbery or, or through any other manifestation, taking one's life, taking one's name or honor. There's so many different ways that can be manifest in our midst. And so God says, now we're to submit to the ordinance of man. Recognize his God-ordained authority. We're to follow God. We're to honor God by honoring those that he's ordained. Now, when they compel us to sin against God, We defer to God and we obey God rather than man. But it may be something you just don't like. You would not prefer. You would do differently if you were in that position. But nonetheless, if it's not morally wrong before God, the Bible says we're to honor that. We're to be in submission. The thought is to arrange under, to find our rank as it were, where we fit into our place 
in the work of God, in our community, in our society. It's a military term. And so we're to submit as to the king, as supreme, or to governors, those appointed by him in this context. The Bible says in verse 15, For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Our adversary tries to frustrate the order that God's established. And that's what we're seeing today. Homes are given over to evil. Governments are given over to evil. Sometimes, sad to say, churches are given over to the same. God have mercy upon us. One way you can silence others is by your love for God and your love for them. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your, your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Do people see Christ in you? Do they see his compassion, his character? Do they see his commitment? Do they see his heart? Jesus moved freely among those who needed him desperately and oftentimes either didn't realize it or even though they did, they were amazed that he would walk among someone such as they. But yet he moved among them. He ate among them. Think about that. He was a friend to sinners. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Do you know anyone that doesn't know the Lord? Do you ever interact with anyone that needs to see Christ in someone? Do you? God help us to move beyond the four walls of this church and get into this community and be salt and light, not just in word, but also in deed. Verse 16 says, as free and not using your liberty. For a cloak of maliciousness, underline that expression there, it literally means a cover for evil. Don't say, well, I'm free in Christ. That means I can basically do what I want, live like I want. Well, God hasn't spoken to me about that. God hasn't shown me that. Well, it's right here in the Bible. Well, I don't feel anything in my heart toward that. So I, I feel like I'm free to do opposite of what that's saying even. That's where we're at in our churches. No wonder we are where we are in our society. God's people debate the clear teaching of God's word, they dismiss it out of hand. They think nothing about it. It's like, well, I'm free and nobody's going to take my liberty. The Bible says we should never use our liberty, our freedom in Christ as an excuse and in this verse as a cover for our evil to excuse or to hide our sin or to justify it. That's not what freedom is. We're not free to live however we want. We're free to live as unto the Lord in a way that honors and pleases and glorifies him. Honor all men. Honor all men. Underline that. Honor all men. You know, some people think, well, I can honor those who are above me, as it were, in order of authority, but those beneath me, I can treat any way I want. I'll tell you, that's not who Christ is. If you think that because people are less than you in position, that they are of less importance to God, then you're wrong. That's not right. 
And that's what he's saying here. Honor all men. All men are created in, in the image of God. All men have value. All men. Everyone. Those who know the Lord, those who don't know the Lord. Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. There's no one out here tonight that Jesus didn't die for. No one that he doesn't love. No one who doesn't bear his image. No one. Honor all men. Have that spirit of grace about you. Love the brotherhood. Surely we can love each other, we who are part of the family of God. Fear God, reverence God, respect God. Have an utter dread of disobeying and displeasing God. Love what he loves, hate what he hates. Honor the king. Back to those in authority, recognize them. Give them their due reverence and regard. Servants, be subject to your own masters with all fear. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to the froward. The word froward here means cruel or even unfair, inequitable. Those who are in a position of service with those who have authority over them, the Bible says that you should submit as unto the Lord, not just to those you deem worthy of such, but even to those who are not. I think it's important here. God is recognizing order. Think about that. There's an order in all things. And if we don't see God's take on it, we get out of order and then chaos takes its place. For this is thankworthy, praiseworthy, noteworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it if when ye be buffeted, that means to wrap as with the fist, if someone's just coming out, out after you, just striking out after you, if someone is, is doing it because of something that you have prompted and you take it patiently, in other words, you're wrong and then their response may not be the right response, but the issue that God wants you to deal with here is this. Why would you, in that sense, not take it as a wake-up call to say, Hey, Lord, what is it that I need to address before you? But if when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. There's none of us who's done right and then sometimes been misunderstood, misrepresented, or maybe even done wrong because we've done right. If our heart and conscience is clear before the Lord, then we bear it in faith because that's the next word. You've got show, you've got submit, and then in verse 21, you've got the word suffered or suffer. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us. Show, submit, suffer. Leaving us an example to write under like a student would, a teacher learning how to write. Follow the pattern, his example. Walk in his steps. Now get this, this is what's so hard. It's like, oh yeah, we need to be more like Christ. Well, he did no sin, verse 22, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, he was reproached, talked in a contemptuous way, reviled not again. He didn't just get back at someone. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed, he surrendered, yielded up, entrusted himself to him that judgeth righteously. Lord, Father, I'm in your hands. 
who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For ye were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Think about what God has done in our lives. We were wandering aimlessly away from God, and he came to us, rescued us, and he brought us unto himself. Now he's the one who is looking out for us as our shepherd. He's the overseer, the bishop. He's the one who has authority over our lives. So we gladly entrust our lives into his care. I was at the rest conference up in Tabernacle Baptist in Hickory uh, recently. Brother Mike Edwards preached from this text, and I wrote down these points that he brought out. It's right here in the passage, but he summarized it this way. Jesus suffered patiently, number one, when he did nothing wrong. Number two, when others lived wrong round about him. Number three, when guile or deception, hypocrisy prevailed. Jesus suffered patiently when he was reviled, mocked, berated, accused. He suffered verbal abuse. And he made this statement, and I wrote it down. He said, controlling our tongues would be the one single thing that would change our homes for good. The one single thing that would change our homes for good. Controlling our tongue, our responses. That's what Jesus did. Jesus suffered patiently, number five, when hurt. He didn't threat to hurt, threaten to hurt others. Being hurt was not going to hurt back. But he died alone for you and me, the songwriter said. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he suffered the just for the unjust. He could have said, don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I've done for you? But he bore the hurt, the rejection, the suffering, the pain. Number six, Jesus suffered patiently when having to bear the consequences of other sins. Be gracious. Help others. Instead of judging them, we're not their judge. God is their judge. And then number seven, Jesus suffered patiently when others were going astray. When others were going astray. I don't know what you're going to be called upon to bear this week. Misunderstanding, misrepresentation, I, I don't know. Being reviled, uh, whatever you may face, this is how Jesus responded. He humbled himself before his father and he left it there. We do know how the story ends with Jesus. They gave him all they had. All they could rail against him. The cat of nine tails, the crown of thorns, the spear in his side, the nails in his hands and feet, and even that could not stop him. It's been said you can't keep a good man down. <laughs> you can't keep the God man down because he took it all and he prevailed upon it and rose again victorious on the third day. Amazing, is it not? Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name.
that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Why? Because he was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He went all the way entrusting himself to that of the Father, the will of the Father. And even with Job, Job would say, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. I'm going to trust you, Lord, whatever you allow. I want to tell you, there's a confidence, there's a comfort, there's a reassurance that comes out of that. My life is in God's hands. When others threaten, when others rail, whatever happens in my life, if I keep a clear conscience before God, there's a God in heaven who will honor that in my life. Though it may seem like I am utterly defeated, utterly destroyed, God is able, God is able to pick me back up and to help me to keep going. Isn't that wonderful? Now that's the God we're serving tonight. And I don't know what's going on in your life, but I'm telling you, if it's just back and forth, if there's tension and friction in your life, I'll tell you, the Bible says in James chapter 4, that comes from within. That strife between you and others, it comes from within the heart, your heart. Let me ask you tonight, who are you striving with that you just need to give to God? Who are you trying to get even with that you just need to give to God? Who are you trying to put in their place? Who are you trying to tell off? Who are you trying to uh, give back to them more than they just gave out to you? Who are you dealing with tonight that you in faith can give to God and you truly can trust God to not only deal with them, but God to bless you in it? Submit yourself before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. If we submit, if we're willing to suffer, entering into the sufferings of Christ, there's a God in heaven who will bring good out of bad. Do you believe that tonight? Do you believe it? Oh, we've got to get out of the way. We've got to say, Lord, I can't make this about me. I've got to make it about you and what's right. And there's a God in heaven who will honor that because he says, 1 Samuel 2.30, them that honor me, I will Thank you for listening to The Shining Light. We pray that this time has been a time of encouragement and blessing to you. The Shining Light is a production of Shining Light Baptist Church, located at 2541 Old Charlotte Highway in Monroe, North Carolina. If you don't have a church home, we invite you to join us. Service times and more information can be found at our website, www.shininglightmonroe.com. You can also watch our services on Facebook and YouTube and connect with us on social media. Thank you for joining us, and God bless.